Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man, this is the one and only unapologetic review. Listen, before we get started, you already know I am your host, Cash Banks, and I got my co-host. Black Caesar was good, was good, man. Black Caesar, we got a lot to talk about, but you know we got to do first things first. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the show, first of all, thank you, and we appreciate the love. Listen, before we get started, we need you to do us a favor. While you're at it, go ahead and follow us at the Unapologetic Review Show on IG. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Go Unapologetic. Listen, we do this. We keep it unapologetic and we give you the real every single day. Black Caesar, man, how you feeling, bro? Feeling lovely, man. I'm feeling real good right now. Listen, man, we got to talk about this first. Man, a lot happened this week, but we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Definitely the elephant in the room. We got to talk about the bad boy curse, man. Yeah. We got to talk about that, man. First of all, before we get started, R.I.P. Black Rob. R.I.P., man. R.I.P., yeah. Back-to-back weeks, we have had legends, bro. Yeah. Legends. I'm talking about literally last Saturday, we were saying the same thing. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, DMX is like Mount Rushmore legend, but still, though, we're talking about the golden era of hip-hop, mid-'90s. Late 90s, early 2000s, plus one of the premium package labels and bad boy. Yeah, man, Black Rob was, you know, he had it, he had his moment in the spotlight, man. He was huge. Yeah, man, we're talking about like a era in music where the radio was still popular. True. Now that is true. We're talking about when you actually wanted to hear the radio. Remember when they would, they would break disc records. On the radio still. Literally. Yeah. I mean, anything went back then. That's true. It was a different story. Like, if it was hot, it made it to the radio. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man, we got to talk about this. Black Rob, man. A lot of people are giving Diddy flack, and I agree with all of them. Right now, this doesn't look good for Puffy, man. Nah. This doesn't look good. At the end of the day, last week, Black Rob posted a video via the Shade Room, and he basically looked like he was on his deathbed. He did. Now we look back at it now. And we realized that man was dying right in front of us. Yeah. I mean, he was, um, and I said it last week, man, it, it looked like, I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, man, it, it looked like he wasn't coming out of that, unfortunately. No, nah, he looked at, he looked at deprived of like the essentials and health that he needed. That, nah, and, that is true. And it looked at like at the end of the day, like you said, man, when you start to see like the skin starts to sink in. Yeah. That's, that's not a good sign. That's mm-mm. a bad sign. That's so, a very bad sign. You know, at the end of the day, man, we were looking through the archives and we actually found something that was interesting. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to check this out. This was about, I'd say, maybe 10 years or more. And Black Rob actually did an interview with thisis50.com. And what he said in it was very interesting because he was talking about this same situation back then. Take a listen. Shit, you know what I'm saying? And up there, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was asking me that I have insurance and all this. Yeah, I had insurance. When I was employing that bad boy records, I had insurance. Oh, well, you need to call them and see what's up with that. So I called them. My lawyer calls them. And they told them, oh, now nah, we took them off of that. Y'all took me off of that. So I'm supposed to get these meds and shit, man. Oh, what? All right. So now, 
It's like, all right, you took me off the, you took me off the medication shit. You took me off the insurance, okay? Now you take me off the website. You don't come see me. You don't write me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't need no money because, like I said, I'm always get money. You know what I'm saying? Like my records sell, they sold, so I'm always gonna have some type of money coming in my account or whatever. It was like they said, well, fuck that nigga. Listen, man, that is eerie looking at it now. Yeah. It's eerie because he was talking about the same thing that we're talking about now. And he was saying this almost 10 years ago. Shouts out to This Is 50. Man, how do you feel about it after seeing that video, man? Um, Man, um, I equate, you know, music to the temp industry. You know what I'm saying? When exactly. You're, when you're there, when you're in the building, everything is good. And a lot of times... um. You know, we look at artists, and I would say artists in particular because you feel like the music industry is, you know, it's fast money, it's glitz, it's glamour, not understanding that these people do this as a job. So the same way your job gives you benefits and all these things like that, essentially, these guys get. And, exactly, um, yeah. You know, when you see a guy talking about years ago, and at that moment, I think Black Rob was still making music. He wasn't on Bad Boy, but he was still right, right. making music. And even then, he's saying, like, their benefits were denied, you know what I'm saying, just because they feel like it. Exactly, man. Listen, I looked at it, and I was just sitting up there saying in my head, like, we're headed in a direction with hip-hop and entertainment. I'll just say entertainment. We're headed in a direction that does not look good right now. No. It looks very bad, because think about it like this. We're losing the legends fast. True. And we're also losing the, the young fast. Kids that's right. Very fast. <laughs> that's like, right. So we're losing on both sides of the street. Yeah, like I know they say the kids are the future. Well, damn, we're we're losing the past. And the future, it, I mean, they're getting knocked off to where soon, I mean, who's next? And and that's the bad feeling is that you feel like who's next? It, it listen, when you get to a certain age, you know, you we we all have loved ones, grandparents that are older, and we've seen our fair share of people go. And, you know, it's it's a sad part of life, but you expect that. Exactly, right, But to right. see those go at the same rate, and even sometimes the younger ones are going quicker, it, it puts you in a bad spot. Listen, man. it puts you mentally at a point where you're like, what's really going on? Yeah, man. And listen, I, I'll tell you this, man. Diddy already was in the hot water because you remember last week he was talking about he wanted corporate America to invest in the black community. Yeah. And everybody's looking at this now. I was looking at a post and somebody was saying that actually Diddy had offered to pay his hotel expenses for two weeks. Come on, man. Let, let's be serious for a minute, man. <laughs> let, let, let's let's talk about that. He offered to pay this man's hotel expenses for two weeks, man. If that is true, like I said, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for that. But if that is true, how messed up is that? It, it, man, listen, it, you, the reason it's messed up, that's what you offer somebody you just found out was doing bad. You know what I'm saying? Like last minute, well, listen, man. You Not know, when you're almost a billionaire. Yeah, man. like, you know, so like <laughs> I'm going to do what I can. Right, right. That's what like that vibe said. sounds like. <laughs> like you, you're listening I'm at it. paying your like, hotel for two weeks. Exactly. You, like you said, if you're not in his situation. Yeah, if if I mean if nigga walk up to me and, and that's the best I can do, yeah, you're means. gonna do it. But like I said, this is a guy who we know has written a couple of Diddy verses. I mean, there's no doubt about that. We know that you know what I'm saying he was a staple, especially after that Biggie. You know, after Biggie went, 
Then you had Craig Mack. But then, you know, you had that new group. You had Loom, Black Rob, G-Dub. Right, right. You had that group that kept really bad boy afloat. Really post, you know, post Biggie. So, you know, this guy has been in the building. He's been there. He's helped. So, I mean, you would think, I mean, two weeks, two weeks, and then two weeks. Yeah, uh, man. Like, listen, uh, two weeks, it just sounds all the way bad because you're looking at it and you're like, this is a man that literally, he helped make you who you are. Yeah. Literally, like the the people that we've named, the Loons, yeah, the, the Maces. The Maces, um, the G Depps. Biggie. Biggie. Faith I mean, Evans. Lil' Kim. Little Kim. Hell, the Junior Locks. Mafia. The, the Locks. These are cats with the Bad Boy brand. Listen, people don't understand. Bad Boy, I think, I'm sure Bad Boy's still around, but Bad Boy, when you mention Bad Boy, you think of that mid-90s to early 2000s group that was just Harlem Shake. Remember that whole... Man, they were killing it, man. Listen, man, at one point, I said it the last episode, Diddy, Bad Boy could not miss. Oh, no. Everything. I said it last episode. They could have poured water in a cup and it went platinum. They felt like Brady in the Super Bowl. Right yeah, now. they were unstoppable. So it's kind of like at this point, you're looking at Puff doing all these goddamn Ciroc videos. He's still making money. You know what I mean? You know, he's still making money off of Sean John. He got all this going on. He's one of the richest black men in America. Yeah, and at the same time, he's asking white America to invest in Black America. Now, it's nothing wrong with wanting our equal rights, but my question is this: When are you going to give your own people their equal rights? That's the question. Man, I saw a post a couple of days ago that was very interesting, and it was, you know, um, you know, regular Instagram post, but the top said, um, you know. The cats who claim this is our neighborhood, and then you have the rappers, and then at the bottom they have three pictures. They have an Asian guy, that's your hair store. You have an A rap guy, that's your corner store, and I forgot the other nationality. But the point is, think about it. If you go to the hood, any hood, bodegas, uh, that, that's up north. Uh, we're down right, south. Right, we call right. them corner stores. Those are not normally owned owned by I by our people. So, like I said, what Diddy's saying. It's true. You know, you want corporate America. You want our money to be spent back in our neighborhoods. You want our businesses to thrive. But point blank period, this has been a bad period for Diddy. It's been bad because it's looking like right now all the rumors, everything that has been said, everything, all the, you know, the myths, the legends, the bad boy graveyard. The puffiest poison. Remember um, um, Marenzio um, Vance. Marenzio yeah, like, look at his name, right? But yeah, that guy. Yeah, like he he used to do the the little skits on World Star, and they were funny. Though. And they were funny, but you know, looking at it now, he was telling it. He was telling the truth. And God the crazy part is, you know what I'm disappointed the most about, and I'm going to go ahead and say it: none of the friends that currently still make money with him had the balls to even come out and say, "Hey, man, look, you need to do something about it. It ain't right." Agreed. That's what I've been looking at the whole time. I've been waiting for somebody. That's still in this corner, not somebody that's not in this corner right now. Somebody that's making money with him, closing deals till this day. I was waiting for somebody to come out and say, hey, look, you need to call your brother, man. This don't look good. Yeah. You need to reach out to him because you know what? At the end of the day, in the courtroom of public perception, this looks very bad. And if he does go, you might not be able to recover from the backlash. And instead, everybody else, you know, felt bad about Black Rob, but Diddy... 
I was saying it to somebody. I was like, you know, when DMX died, R.I.P. DMX. Yeah, man. When he died last week, Diddy was quick. He had a message up talking about the great times, how great DMX was. But you didn't even jump that quick to a guy that posted that he was homeless. And I mean, I mean, let's just let's just be honest. I understand DMX. We 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 understand DMX stature in history is higher than Black Rouse. No one's going to argue that. With, and we're not for those of you who are saying, well, you know, that's DMX. We get it. We we get the importance of DMX. We can understand why somebody of Diddy stature would respond. But you're talking about a guy you work with, like Black Black Rob was in a building with you. You know Listen, what I'm saying? He, he was in the building, and even if they wanted to debate that that would have been the reason, the way that social media attacked him. I mean, it's not he a had reason, to see yeah. it, man. It, yeah. There's no reason. Like, even if he was in Cancun, Mexico at the time, he would have saw that. Man, listen because to somebody's it. gonna call him and be like, Look, we just saw Black Rob, he's not doing no. good. Mm-hmm. These people have people that they pay to stay on top of their image. So anything that comes up negative. Wait, you talk about image. Who I, I defy you to name me a hip hop person in general who has changed their image, paid attention to their image, um, flaunted their image. To Diddy image is damn near. You could argue his most strongest hustle. He keeps his image, whether, like I said, whether it be Ciroc, artistry, music, hell, anything this man touches, he gives you a persona. He gives you the image. So you know he has people paying attention to that part. Yeah, but that, that that's what I'm saying. I think he really, I think he just chose not to acknowledge it. Now, they did say that he reached out later in this week. A week later, almost, basically, and they said that he was trying to get in contact with him. Here's the problem I have with that. I'm trying to get in contact. You're trying to get in contact with him. Let's just cut the bullshit exactly where it is. You're trying to get in contact with him. Let's let's be real. This is the same person that probably has Obama on speed dial. <laughs> he probably has God knows whoever else on speed dial and a guy that is homeless. You can't track him down. There's no way I'm going to believe that. Like, literally right now, when I heard that, I was like, wow. So, you know, the backlash started getting to him. And Diddy responded. Diddy was like, you know, he finally made a public statement. Now, when Diddy made his statement, people, you know, they went off on him again. He basically said, rest in power, King. At The Real Black Rob, as I listen to your records today, there's one thing that they all have in common. You have made millions of people all over the world feel good and dance. You are one of a kind. God bless. Listen, man, let me tell you something. It doesn't take much to smell through the bull. Yeah. At the end of the day, that short summary, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, whatever you want to call it, that is not going to do justice to this whole situation. And also think about the comment. You know, again, I'm not. I, I'm I'm personally not on Diddy's coattail for being this, I guess, non-engaged in the situation because unlike other people, I'm not really surprised. Um, you know what I'm saying? It just seems to be Diddy. But look at the statement made. Uh, you know, if I had to read into it, make other people dance, you didn't comment on his your relationship with this man. You didn't really comment on anything personal. He didn't go into any detail. Just to say you made the world dance. Well, I hate to say it, but anybody who's heard the record, whoa, knows he made people dance. 
You know Literally. what I'm saying? So, again, situations like that do not make this look any better because, bro, you wasn't even semi-personal with it. Listen, he didn't even get into, listen, you you know, we've seen, you know, R.I.P. the neighborhood nip. Yeah. You think about it, man. Like, you've seen people when they actually mean it. Now, I'm not saying I'm judging people on how much they wrote. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not saying that. But you can hear the words when it's sincere. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. It just sounds different. It hits different. And it doesn't make you feel like, okay, do they really mean it? Yeah. Or did he just rush and he went to go make another Ciroc commercial? It, 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 it sounded like he was on set when he, when he posted that. Listen, it doesn't even sound like he wrote that. It sounded like, you know, maybe his publicist or it, somebody it, wrote that. It does sound very PR related. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Doesn't sound right, man. Listen, with all due respect, man, we send in our thoughts and prayers to the family of Black Rob. Definitely... R.I.P. He will be missed. He was definitely a legend. And based on who you are and who you are and where you are in your childhood and you grew up in those times, he meant a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, man. He represented an era that, you know, it's not going to be duplicated. Mm -mm. So at the end of the day, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to them. Still definitely R.I.P. DMX. Yeah. This is back-to-back weeks. We got to get it together, man. At the end of the day, the conclusion to this is, people, don't wait till the last minute to reach out. If you have an opportunity to reach out to somebody tonight, tomorrow, in the morning, and you know you have the ability to help them, it doesn't have to be financial. True. Sometimes just a phone call can make a person feel better. Time is something that you, that no man, is undefeated. Can get back. You don't understand how much time above anything else, the time it takes. I mean, you see these commercials. Um, I just saw a commercial recently with, you know, they have kids in hospital and they bring in pets. You know what I'm saying? Maybe to a normal person, but to that kid who got to spend all day long. In exactly. Hospital, you understand? Just that time, that gesture. So don't forget little things like that, man. Listen, man, we got to talk about this, man. You know... Last night, something something crazy happened, and basically, oh, this guy. you know, at the end of the day, Jake Paul is Jake Paul. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing I can say. Like, I, I can't even come up with a word. He's just Jake Paul. And he, last night, he had a fight, and it's been buzzing on social media all day long. He got a TKO, man. No, no, he got a KO. I'm sorry, he, he got a KO. He got a KO. Let me put some respect on his name. Yeah, he, got he, got a a, he, got, he got he got he got a KO. My bad. Like I didn't watch the fight. I'm not a big you know Jake Paul fan, Mm-mm. but the funny part about this is it's not the fact that he knocked out you know the guy. To me, it was immediately after he did knock out the guy. Mm-hmm. Immediately, social media started pondering how was the other fight going to go with his brother and Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> I was just sitting up there like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, because if you saw the fight, I mean, I only saw the clip, and I think in the first round, he knocked out. Now, listen, listen, there's been a lot of, you know, chirp talk about it being a sale, that the guy flopped, that it was, uh, you know, a, a money thing. And I will say this. I know him and his brother have been training for a couple years. So I won't say the guy is not trained he he doesn't know his field but he did fight an MMA fighter and listen 
the way he knocked knocked him down, it, it, it's it's just it's it's just not very uh very convincing about what happened. So you look at his brother and Mayweather. Man, listen, this is all looking like a show now. Like it, like it, it, it's not looking like him and his brother going. Him and his brother and Mayweather are going to give a good fight. It, it don't look like it to me. No, I, I, listen, I'm, I still stand on the same thing we said in the. Uh, I forgot what episode it was, but back, 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 back. Like <laughs> yeah. literally, I stand on the same principles of Floyd. Listen, man. They showed a picture of Floyd last night. It was cool, too. Some guy was like, you know, Floyd got the beard now. So I saw the comment, and it was like, yo, Floyd looking like a miniature Marvin Gaye. <laughs> he got the strap on beard. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm like, look, we only got one thing we're worried about. We just need you, Floyd, to do the job. That's it. And, bro, it, it, it sucks because, you know, I don't really know Logan Paul that well, nor his brother. But from what I've seen, his Logan Paul is actually – is not that bad a guy. It's just his brother that most people don't like. And again, we understand that you have to pay for his <laughs> his actions. But yeah, hey man, a hey, blood thicker than water, and <laughs> hopefully uh, Floyd Fist is thicker than your jawline. Oh man, <laughs> hey. listen, man. I'll say this: at the end of the day, congratulations to Jake Paul for doing you know what he did. He won. He's victorious. You always want to celebrate the champion. But at the same time, you know, we just hoping you know that Floyd Mayweather, he wants all the smoke. Yeah, he got to make up for this. He got he got to definitely, like I said, man, we're past Black History Month now. So we got to do this for whenever this happens, we'll think of the reason you have to do it. For right now, we need you to redeem 2021. Hey, McDonald's say, is it Black 365? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, man. A great show, ladies and gentlemen. Look, we're going to take a commercial break, and you know what? We're going to be right back in a minute, but you already know. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back in less than a couple minutes. You are tuned in right now to the one and only Unapologetic Review. gentlemen the one and only unapologetic review we back in the building man we got to talk about this black caesar there was a lot going on this week and also there was still a lot of racism going on a lot of racism and at the end of the day it was one of those things that everybody is getting tired of true true and it's it's to the point now like what do you do we got to talk about jonathan pentland I don't care if I pronounced his name right or wrong. He's a racist. Oh, by far. I mean, there's no, I mean, there's no, I know there was a, a backstory supposedly put up where they said it was some chick, ran to his yard, claimed that 
the young man was, um, I don't know, touched her inappropriately or did something. So apparently she ran to, you know, Captain America right here, and he was supposed to be her savior grace. But, I mean, just looking at the video, uh, it looks like nothing but a, a, a white male who figured he's bigger than this guy, tougher than this guy, and he's going to show his nuts apparently by saying, get off my block. Nigga, you live in the cul-de-sac, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, listen, that that's what got me about it. Like, everybody was sitting up there, and you're like, he's supposed to be this retired uh, sergeant. Sergeant, yeah. And at the end of the day, everybody was like, okay, you could tell he's one of those tough guys that, you know, he wants to do it and prove a point. Prove a point. To, mm-hmm. to somebody that probably couldn't, you know, defend themselves. The guy was smaller I than mean, him. Look at him. Yeah, like, he, he couldn't defend himself. That's obvious. That's obvious. And then at the end of the day, you're also picking on somebody not your own size. Now, the craziest part about this was how social media, you know, we always talk about how social media is immediately the new courtroom. True. Social True. media got involved so quick that they even had his wife's name. They had everything. It was all loaded up, ready to go for the DEA and the FBI. Literally. Oh, damn. Like, they were ready to go. They had her Facebook page. She had to actually take it down. Like, all the pictures, you know, they disappeared. And when I saw it, I was just like, okay, here's another one trying to, you know, perpetuate that he's, you know, he's the superior race. Because in the video, he was basically saying, you know, we don't we don't like you over here. This is a right. very, right. very close-knit <laughs> yeah. neighborhood. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this is a close-knit. Close-knit neighborhood. This is, Listen, I can't even tell you the last time I even heard those descriptive words used in a sentence. This is not Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. He basically was saying, you're black. We don't want you here. That's it. <laughs> that, that's all he was saying. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Captain America. Like I said, he he was uh, he forgot his shield at home, so he thought he'd step out in regular clothes and um, decided to pick on somebody who, again, listen, if you people look at the picture. Again, we know David B. Goliath, and we're not sitting here saying that this young black man can't defend himself, can't fight. That's not what we're saying. Right, right. But just looking at the picture, it's clear. This this sergeant assumes he can handle this black man. He pushes him. Listen, you don't walk up and push anybody. Exactly. You don't feel like right. if they respond that you couldn't handle. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving forward, I saw another clip to where there were some people in his front yard. Yeah, now that was the clip that, you know, interesting enough that I wanted to get into because we actually got some audio from it and we got video. Okay. I wanted to actually get the people's opinion on this and see how they felt about it because when I saw the video, I was livid. I was sitting up there. I was like, okay, he's picking on, like, the you know, the young man looks like he's probably, I'd say, a buck 30, a oh, buck 40. Maybe. That's maybe, maybe pushing yeah, it. Yeah, maybe pushing it, yeah. You know what I mean? He's picking on a young man. But, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and take a look at this clip. Go away right now. Call the police. Hey, they've already been called. They're just I'm waiting. Who? You know go. what? Maybe you should hang on a little longer. We'll Let's see go. how it goes. Then we won't have to get the report by ourselves. What is it you're doing here? Walking. Then, then walk. walk. Okay, that's what I was doing. Came out of house. Ran well, out. you've been here like 15 minutes now. Let's go. Walk away. Keep walking. Walk oh, away. Man. I already walked away. Walk away right now. You need help? We got this, I'm trying to... I'm happy to help you. Uh-uh. 
There's a difference between pushing you. I'm pretty sure you were the aggressor, buddy. You're aggressive on the neighborhood. Someone came running in. Walk back. You better walk away. You walk away. You talking to my wife right now. That's your wife? Walk away. Walk away. Check it out. You either walk away or I'm going to carry your ass out of here. What do you want to do? You better not touch me. Or what? What are you going to do? You up on me. Let's go. Walk away. I didn't do anything. I'm about to do something to you. You better start walking. I do anything to her. You better start walking right now. You come after me like that? I ain't coming after you. You're in the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. Get out. Get out. Where? Where's your house? What's your address? Maybe we should walk you home. Walk me home? Well, you bet. You want to bet what I can do? I live here, sir. Okay, right now, you're harassing the neighborhood. I'm not harassing anyone walking through the neighborhood I live in. Where? So check, check it out. We are a tight-knit community. Okay. We how take care of each been, other. A hell of a lot longer than your ass, because I have never seen you before in my life. That's the part where I want to stop. We are a tight-knit neighborhood. You know what that means. <laughs> exactly what it means. It means, in Ebonic terms, <laughs> we are a white neighborhood. If, if. And we don't want you here. Bottom line, Period. no chaser. Nothing. Yeah. That I mean, listen, that video makes your blood boil for anybody who, um, man, uh, you know, being a, a black male, you know, you can live in some of the most suburban cleanest of neighborhoods. You can have on a bow tie. Hell, you could just like Carton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Exactly right. And you are still subjected to this type of confrontations. And the worst part is... It's bad enough you get it from the police. You're telling me this 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 guy here is gonna walk down the sidewalk and push you and then tell you get out my neighborhood and Literally. then say what what I can do? Come on, man. Like that, that that's where I drew the line at. That's why I was kinda like, he pushed him, that's assault. One. Uh he touched him, that's battery. Mm-hmm. Two. And number three, he basically he did it in front of a community. Check this out. That was more concerned because a day after this happened, they were saying that the community was concerned about the protests that were going to come afterwards. Yup. Come on now. <laughs> come on now. Are you serious, man? man? Look at that picture. It looks like, listen, I don't know where this young man lives, but it looks like if he does live there, he's one of the few. You know what I mean? It, listen, it definitely looking at that neighborhood. First of all, let me let me make this clear. That doesn't look like the most lavish neighborhood. Just to, that's just to, one. Just to be clear for Mr. Jonathan Pentland. Pentland. Like, listen, first of all, that's not Bel Air. <laughs> that's not Bel Air. You're Let's not just, Beverly Hills cop. Right. That that that's not a place where you got to come through a guard that is literally looking at you, and there's a camera recognition. Also, like that's not one of those. It's a nice neighborhood. Don't get me wrong. But it's not something the way he made it seem. Basically, he was just racially stereotyping him. That's it. And he wanted to make it clear. And he's, you know, he used his wife as a a reason, you know, to get his, you know, his, you know, his his hormones up and feel like an alpha male. I can definitely tell you, he probably seems like one of those dudes that, you know, walks around the base when he was working. And dudes that were probably this guy's size, he probably was giving them a hard time. You could, you could definitely tell. He was a sergeant, so he had some power. 
He came home and thought that we as a community are going to allow that power. Man, listen, if if the young man was six three, yeah, there's no way in the world he's two forty. You think he's pushing him? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's no way. It's a world. simple question. You think he's pushing him? He's listen. He's not even pushing him. He's probably telling him, "Hey, look, excuse me, my bad. My, Let me move to the side of the the sidewalk." Bro, he walked up on fool and pushed him, and then said, "You're leaving here. Well, I got to carry you out of here. Come on now." Listen, shots out to the young man, number one. For staying composed. For standing your ground, but doing it in such a mannerable way. Mm-hmm. Because how hard would that have been? There's a couple neighborhoods all across this United States that I can guarantee you if he had done that, oh, this would be a totally different headline. Also, speaking of, let's just say the next time one of these guys decide to, what is to say he pushes that guy, that guy pulls out a twenty-two. It ain't got to be nothing major. Nothing major it at says, all. It says, man, my life was at stake. My life was in danger. I felt threatened. And pops him in the shoulder. Pops him in that dome-ass head. <laughs> what are we going to say? Listen, man, when I saw it, I, like I told you, I, I, was, I was disgusted. I was upset. I was mad. I was like, here we go again. And remember, this is following the, uh, the George, uh, George Floyd trial. Mm-hmm. And also the other young man that just was gunned down. Uh, man, yes, that's right. Like this, this has been a week where. Remember the officer, the army officer, got pepper sprayed by the um, other cops. Yeah, man. Th- th- listen, the bottom line is, listen. When it comes to Black Lives Matter, let me just say this: Black Lives Matter is one thing. I get it. We're tired of it, but we can't wait for them to ever get it. They're letting us know every single time by these type of actions being allowed to be made public and to be done to us in the public, I think it's time we just make up our mind and say, look, we're not waiting for them to say Black Lives Matter. We're not waiting for them to understand Black Lives Matter. What we need to do, and this is the way I feel about it. Listen, man, let's work on our own Wakanda, Mm. period. Let's work Mm. on our community. Let's make sure that we're the best for each other. True. And then when we get along and we do what we got to do, they'll have no choice but to fall in line. Because right now, let me just say this. The time for justice, we've been crying for that for a long time. That shit has passed. It's passed a long time ago. A long time ago. And at the end of the day, it's all about protecting your family now. Protecting them. And listen, they're going to make it harder for us to get certain things to make sure that happens. Mm -hmm. The system has been like that since day one. It's no secret. True. You know, you got these mass shootings. Look at how many shootings we had this week. Oh, that's right. That think is right. It. Think about it. Like, literally, they're worried about what we're doing. But they're not and at the it. end of the day, we just had, what, the FedEx situation? Yeah. And then before that, you I, had the... I think it was a school situation, too. I think another school shooting. Come on, man. Like, are you, are you serious? Like, this this is what they're worried. They're worried about what we're doing. They're telling us that we don't deserve to be angry. They're telling us that we don't deserve to be upset. And at the same time, this is what we're dealing with. So I'm at the point now where I'm like, look, let's stop waiting for them to understand. I'm not saying don't say black lives matter. They do matter. But what I'm saying is let's put the focus on our community now. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, let's see what we can do. You get what I'm saying? Like, let's see what we can do for each other. Remember um, a couple months ago, was it um, Killer Mike who started that, that black Banking thing or that that um that card I forgot what it was, but stuff like that. We definitely listen. 
growing up, uh, you know, Miami, there's a very good program, mm-hmm. uh, 5,000 role models, things like that, that invest back into the community. We need things like that. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely, man. I think you, you hit it right on the head. We need to put the dollar back in our community, mm-hmm. and we need to make sure that it circulates. That's the way, you know, you're raised. They tell you that. They say, hey, look. Economics, man. Hey, simple as that, man. Listen, we got to talk about this too, man. And you know, I'm excited about this, man. We got the one and only Steve Urkel, Jaleel White, uh, introducing. Oh, man. What, what's his other character? <laughs> man, Stefan. Stefan. There we go. Stefan. Stefan. Listen, Stefan stepped on the scene with that Urkel. <laughs> with the Urkel. With weed? the Urkel purple weed, man. Oh, my God, man. Listen, that look, logo. Look the logo. That logo is legendary, man. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. First of all, first of all, shots out to whoever designed that logo. Whoever did that, whoever man. Whoever did that, man. Just look at it. <laughs> Just literally, at man. It. Like, he literally, he took it to a point where I was like, this dude is a genius, man. Like, he really, he personifies. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I saw it, and I was just, I was interested. From the moment I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness. Hey, hey listen, I take that statement back. This might be the most uplifting thing about 2021 <laughs> I've seen all year long, man. This is, listen, this is this is just a great topic. <laughs> like, it's, Listen, man, I'll tell you this. I'm waiting for the Family Matters reunion, goddammit. Oh. Literally. <laughs> we need it now. I need to see Steve Urkel on that purple on Urkel. That purple. <laughs> purple Urkel, man. Listen, uh, to all of my um, cannabis uh, users. Um, For medicinal purposes, of medicinal course. Medicinal purpose, of course. Uh, you know, <laughs> CDC guidelines. Yeah, it's, gonna not, state it's not legal everywhere, so we're not going to incriminate anybody. Indeed, but man, <laughs> uh, purple is royalty, especially in, in that community. And again, I don't know if this was a strand before. I don't know if he took a strand, if Man. he made it up himself. Purple Urkel. Let's just say this is maybe the greatest. Listen, we talked about it, Um, you know, being down here. Wade County, great branding name. This might be my most favorite brand just off the name of Man, alone. Listen, <laughs> just, 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 the, <laughs> just off the name. Listen, the dynamics of whoever came up with that. Oh man! You need to give yourself a pat on the back. You, like you, you said, you just might save twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. I'm yeah. sorry. Twenty twenty <laughs> is is already going. Yeah. God damn it, man. Yeah. When I saw this, I was I was hyped, and I was like, "Yo, can you imagine the merchandise?" My goodness, man. Listen, <laughs> man. Like man. He, he took it to the. He, listen, he he took it there. I will say that. Like I said, man. Shouts out to Jaleel White. Yeah, and definitely. I'm I'm excited to see where this man. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes, man. Hey Jaleel, if you ever ever, you know what I'm saying again, we don't condone anything illegal. Yeah, my guy. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Listen, man, if he's going to do that, Stefan Raspberry or whatever, man. Listen. Oh, could you imagine the? Uh, oh, you know it's coming, Laura Berry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Winslow. Oh. My. Hey man, holla at us, man. We got, we Listen, got some man, ideas. You definitely got to reach out. Listen, we you heard it here first. You definitely heard it here first, man. Look, we got to talk about this, man. We got some other news to talk about. We got the Godfather of Harlem. It's coming back, man. Listen, you know how I feel about Forrest Whitaker. 
At the end of the day, he is a national treasure. Oh, man, great actor. Every role he plays is Every damn near great, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. I can't think of a bad role he's had. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coming back on April 18th to Epics. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, this guy is very underrated in film. That is true. Now, that is true. Uh, um, I was speaking to somebody. Some people play characters. Speaking to a friend of mine, Clint Eastwood, uh, he plays himself. Uh, you know, eyes closed, teeth clenched. At some point in time, he's going to shoot somebody. Whitaker is an actor. Let, let, let's, let's get that clear. He is a person. You give Absolutely. him a role and he can transform. And to be honest, uh, I, I watched American Gangster, so I know who the character he's playing of. And I really enjoy American Gangster. I will say this, though. Bumpy Johnson is a very unique character. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. This is a must-see. Definitely, man. Listen, shots out to him. Definitely, you know that's one of my favorite shows. Indeed. Definitely going in on that. Can't wait. We also got to talk about this, man. And you brought this to my attention. Man, we got Post Malone. Ladies and gentlemen, Post man. Malone is making big moves out here. He is not playing with you, and he's cashing in. To the paint. Man, like he, Jesus Lord, he. I might need to ring that again. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Man, listen, you told me about this, man. What's going on with Post Malone, man? All right, man. So I guess it's certified now. Post Malone is the only artist three times diamond before 25. Three singles. Jesus Lord. Talking about 10 million records, bro. Man, listen, we don't have enough time to ring up the amount of, of bags he's getting three Man. times. Now, that did bring me to a good point, to an interesting point. Um, we've looked at a lot of, you know, great artists, um, especially young ones. You talk about when maybe when Pop came out, when Biggie came out. Uh, you could throw Drake in there, you know what I'm saying? Some of these younger cats. Hell, I know this is a smaller topic, but even Bow Wow, you know what I'm saying? Guys like that. Where do you put Post Malone? And this is interesting on your hip hop because I think he, for me, he kind of transforms a category like Drake does. Like they're not just pure rappers. They're not pure hip hop. They kind of pop. So, but where do you put him in your scope of music industry right now? I mean, I, I don't know. Like literally I, I gotta be honest. I'm not a big post Malone fan. Okay. No, no disrespect to the music he makes. I mean, I've heard a couple records that are pretty good. I know he has a song with Meek Mill. I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but if I'm talking about uh, accomplishments, I mean, I got to put him up there with the to. greats because not talent wise. Let me just make that clear. I'm not saying put him up there talent wise with the greats. I'm saying production. Production. I'm saying what he has accomplished over his tenure, and he's only 25 years old. Man, I remember back in the day, uh, 50 went diamond, Nelly went diamond. I'm not sure who else went diamond, but to have three of them as one artist. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's man. that's huge, man. Has has Drake done that even? I don't know. I don't even think Drake has done that. And man. like I said, shouts out to this young man because right now, 
his kids' kids and their kids and whoever they think they want to invite to the barbecue. I'm about to say his kids. Listen. <laughs> his kids, his kids' friends' kids. Listen, <laughs> they're settled for life. Let's get that clear. <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah>. Lord. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I only knew about one Malone until Post Malone. Until, right? <laughs> until, until Post Malone. <laughs> and apparently he's better on the Post than the other Malone. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, y'all know what we're talking about. Talking about the mailman. The mailman. He listen. He was Jesus. closed on Sundays, but not this man. Man, listen. This man <laughs> definitely. His bank is open seven days, days a week. A week. Shouts out to Post Malone. Listen, man. We got to talk about this last topic, man. You know how I feel about this one. Funk Flex is probably one of the biggest trolls. Oh. In the music industry, for God knows how long. He just keeps doing like that little Mario. And when he gets that, that is mushroom, hard that is hard though. He just, Mario, <laughs> that, that is hard though. He, he just keeps powering up, man. Yeah. And you gotta love and hate him, and that's what makes him flex. At the end of the day, one moment he can say something that you will love, the next minute he'll say something that you completely hate, and you scratch your head and you're sitting up there and you're saying to yourself, "Like, what the hell was he thinking?" You're sitting up there saying. Okay, did that literally just come out of his mouth? You're like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're sitting up there like, I, I, no, he, he didn't just say that. And then you come back to reality and you realize, we're talking about Funk Flex. Yeah. Like, literally. Listen, man, Funk Flex came out and he was basically saying that he instigated the Drake and Meek Mill beef. Okay, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, um, you heard that correctly, first of all. Another <laughs> grown man said he... he, he uh, he uh cafeteria talked to be. But anyways, <laughs> apparently um Funk figured this was his moment to be down in history. And that's literally what he said. Literally, man. And I'm going to give you, I gotta be honest, I kind of bit that whole routine or my involvement. I was copying, watching Red Alert and MC Shan and KRS One. But those of you who know this is a huge battle, early hip hop, New York. So essentially what he's saying is that. He felt like Drake and Meek Mill okay. were, you know, they were they're heavyweights. They're still like heavyweights. We, right. we know Drake is one of the heaviest. Right, right, right. And apparently, those who understand back then, you know, it wasn't it wasn't nothing unnormal un for a, a lower tier guy. I'm going to throw a shot at a big guy, get a response, which is what MC Shan and the other guy were going through. So he was going to play DJ Red Alert, which is, hey, I'm going to break your record. Right, right, right. I'm break your record. And essentially, his name is forever tied to this beef. The issue with that <laughs> is that's what a damn DJ does anyway. Listen, yeah. And you listen, get what I'm saying? That's he, what you do anyway. Listen, he's a genius for that, man. True, but you come out and saying it, like, now I'm looking at you like, oh, so that's some female shit. Because you, man, <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like, shouts out to Funk Flex, man. Like, he literally... Like I said, man, there's some trolls. You know, you got you got Takashi, you got Fifty, 50 uh, apparently Funk, KD. Yeah, you know, Flunk, yeah, Funk Flex is definitely he's in that category. Oh, oh, he on the Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? When he drops those bombs, goddamn it, that's what he means. That's what he means. Yeah. And listen, when I saw it, I was like, you know, you told me about the article. I was like, yeah, this sounds believable. It does. It does. It sounds believable, but at the same time, you're looking at it and you're like, like you just said. Why? Why, like, why do you want to mention it? Because you mention it now. You're the DJ anyway. So like, I'm, I'm, I remember, um, and you talked about a while ago when, when Fat Joe and Fifty was going through the beef, and I think uh, it might have been Funk. I'm sure it's a New York uh, station where right, they right, dropped right. Fifty response to Joe on the radio, and I'm sure, it came, I'm sure it was Flex. 
You dropped it live. Well, bro, we forever. <laughs> you had to come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. No, nigga, we get why you doing it. Like, why are exactly, you coming out yeah. now? Let's, all, let's just say this. Y'all watch out for Flex the next two months. I guarantee he has a lot of shit dropping. Listen, I'm definitely looking at it and I'm saying to myself, you know, I told you he got the record with Jada, which I think is just. Oh, that's not. I, I, I will give you that record grew on me. Listen, that, that, record, that record has grown. That record is disgusting. Shots out to Murder Beats as well, because he murdered that beat, literally. First, first of all, Flex is in the video looking like a uh, a, a just released uh, uh, felon. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> but shots out, <laughs> shots out to them, man. Shots out to Funk Flex, man. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is, man. This is the Unapologetic Review. We appreciate you watching. Like we said before, man, if you got that time, hit that like button right now. Share this video. Also, you can follow us on IG at the Unapologetic Review Show. You can also follow us on Twitter at Go Unapologetic. Listen, man, this is what we do. We give it to you raw, uncut, unapologetic, no filter. All the time, man. All the time. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an amazing moment with you guys. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll look to come right back to you next week. Listen, whatever you do out there, you already know what the motto is. Don't worry about it. Be about it. And if you are about it, do it unapologetically. Until next week.